A very good Monday. Welcome to today's edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In addition to feature agricultural news reports, I'll bring you national and regional agricultural news headlines. And I'll start with regional ag news right after this. This segment is sponsored by Bee Hero, the leading almond pollination provider. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise, be hero. Call Charlie Phillips. More than 90,000 gallons of wastewater mixed with irrigation well water from a Livingston winemaking facility. A report from a concerned citizen led to the board initiating an investigation. Control board staff confirmed the discharge that contained elevated levels of organic matter, potassium, and salinity had occurred. Those substances can pose a threat to the health of fish and other aquatic life. The penalty formula used by the control board calculated multiple factors, such as the estimated size of the discharge and the impact on water quality. Marcon Cooperative has announced Nelia Alamo has joined its team as Vice President of Marketing. Alamo comes with over 25 years of experience in a produce industry with a strong background in marketing and communications. Most recently, Alamo was Vice President of Communications at Calavo, an avocado and value-added fresh food company. Prior to that, she worked as Vice President of Sales and Marketing with, with Gills Onions for over 18 years. Alamo is a graduate of Cal Poly, where she currently serves on the Agribusiness Advisory Council. Also an active industry volunteer, she has held multiple roles on various committees and boards throughout her career. In this newly created position, she will lead the marketing team to support the member distributors in developing and deploying a cohesive customer experience and engagement strategy that enhances and supports the Marcon brand. Marcon is headquartered in Salinas. Soil and Crop Incorporated is your number one resource for sustainable nutrition. Growers are faced with difficult challenges, and Soil and Crop Inc. has the experience, fertilizer, and biological portfolio to dramatically increase yield and performance in your troubled orchards and fields. Contact Soil and Crop Incorporated today for a free consultation on how we can help reverse the challenges you face as a conventional or organic grower so you can increase your bottom line and become a better sustainable farmer. Contact us today at 559-564-1236 or visit our website at www.callnrg.com. Soil and Crop, putting nature to work for you. The Almond Board of California, in conjunction with Blue Diamond Growers, UCCE, and Land IQ, has designed a voluntary online platform that helps connect neighboring growers and PCAs interested in or currently using Naval Orange Worm, or NOW, mating disruption. The platform is designed for almonds, pistachios, and walnuts, all tree nuts that are susceptible to NOW damage. The goal is to help growers and PCAs create larger orchard blocks better suited to the mating disruption system, according to Jesse Roseman, Almond Board Principal Analyst. In-pest management area-wide approaches have been something that has been tried for different pests and different crops. Naval orangeworm is a pest in all, all the ones you listed. So it really takes, and, and we know they move significant areas around but around in between orchards so to really combat the pest we need to take essentially an all hands on deck approach and we we really haven't had a tool to to jumpstart that until we got mating disruption and the research that uh, cooperative extension did showed that this is a product that's more effective at scale so you see a significant drop in damage when it's used on uh parcels 40 acres or more 
and even more of a decrease in damage when it's used in areas above 100 acres. So we developed this tool so for growers and PCAs to find each other uh, and work together to deploy mating disruption and cover a larger effective area. We know it's more effective at scale. We've seen a lot of ra larger ranches adopt this early. And so this is a tool to help some of those smaller growers that may not have that size and scale benefit to work together and create larger areas using mating disruption and essentially have the same benefits as some of these larger ranches that are already using mating disruption. Mating disruption has historically not been as efficacious for smaller growers due to the cost per acre of pheromone dispensers, but Roseman said the Almond Board has heard anecdotally that growers, small and large, that are adjacent to an orchard using mating disruption may be able to reap some of the benefits due to pheromone drift, another reason why a neighboring NOW program is beneficial. We know certainly with the aerosols that the that can drift between orchards and that's some of the advantage of, of combining forces essentially and using it in larger areas because you'll see uh, potentially tra a trap shutdown that's the goal and whether or not you know you can get the advantages I'd say that's something to talk to a PCA or a cooperative extension specialist about your particular situation. I think uh, this this tool is really designed to to connect people that may not already be using it. And we know as far as cost goes, if you're seeing really low damage or you know right now we're in a period of, of uh, low pricing, we know it might be challenging to to bring on an additional expense, but we have seen some analyses coming out of cooperative extension that shows how valuable this can be, even if it just reduces damage uh, less than 1%. You know, you can see that return at uh, with your with your huller, sheller, and handler, and, and that's money in your pocket. So I, I think, you know, everybody needs to look at this. It's it's voluntary. Look at their pest pressure. Uh, look at what what their who's around them, and then use the tool to help identify who's already using it in your area, and what what could I do or how could I work with my neighbors to really make sure that we've got effective coverage using mating disruption. For more on the Neighborly NOW program, read Vicki Boyd's article on the subject in the February 2023 edition of West Coast Nut Magazine. For My Ag Life, I'm Taylor Charlstrom. Bee Hero is the leading almond pollination provider. We deliver measurable and verifiable pollination outcomes for almond growers and turn a previously unquantified fingers crossed gamble into a controllable expenditure. For the first time, growers can know exactly what they are getting for their money during pollination. Bee Hero accurately evaluates your bee's pollination contribution in real time and gives you unprecedented visibility into the progress of bloom. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise, be hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP of Sales at 559-467-9699. Bee Hero, Superior Bees, Superior Pollination.
The top Democrat on the House Agriculture Committee announced the ranking subcommittee members recently. David Scott of Georgia is a ranking member of the committee during the session of Congress after serving as chair in a Democrat majority in the last session. Scott announced Ohio's Chantel Brown is a ranking member of the subcommittee on general farm commodities, risk management, and credit. Oregon's Andrea Salinas will serve as the top Democrat on the subcommittee on forestry, and Virginia's Abigail Spanberger is a ranking member of the subcommittee on conservation research and biotechnology. Meanwhile, Connecticut's Johanna Hayes will be the top Democrat on the subcommittee on nutrition, foreign agriculture, and horticulture, and California's Jim Costa assumes the same role on the subcommittee on livestock, dairy, and poultry. Finally, Yadero Caraveo of Colorado will serve as the ranking member of the Subcommittee on Commodity Markets, Digital Assets, and Rural Development. USA's top economist says the farm sector will see farm income falling this year, but the sector will emerge in pretty good shape. USA Ag News reporter Gary Crawford has the story. The Ag Department's new farm income forecast for 2023 says the farm sector as a whole will see net cash income down from last year's record high by almost 21 percent. But many analysts are quick to point out almost any year in connection to 2022 is going to look less favorable. Uh, True. USDA's chief economist Seth Meyer told us we have to look at this new forecast not as a farm income disaster at all. Yes, it is declining relative to last year. Yes, receipts are falling. Yes, government payments are falling. Yes, input prices continue to rise, but it's still a better than the long-run average farm income year. Meyer says this is not a case of asking is the cup half full or half empty. The glass is three-quarters full. It's still a quite good year for farm income. And he says producer margins may be squeezed, and so... We're tightening the belt here a little bit. Still got plenty of room. And Meyer says the farm sector will make it through the year. Still in pretty good shape. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Director for the Center for Commercial Agriculture at Purdue University, James Mintert, is in with a review of the latest January Ag Economy Barometer. January survey is finding that farmer sediment is looking up. The Ag Economy Barometer Index rose four points this month to a reading of 130. That's up from 126 last month and compares to 119 this time last year. So that's 9% higher than it was in January of 2022. And the barometer is actually up 28 points over the last two months. It had a big rise last month and a small rise this month to give us that 28-point increase. If you look at why we saw the small move in the barometer this month, we saw a pretty small move in the current condition index. It was up only just one point, so almost no change compared to last month. That leaves that index 2% higher than it was in January of 2022 when that reading was 133. This month's reading was 136. And the future expectation index was up five points from last month to a reading of 127. It was at 122 a month ago. And then that leaves that index 13% higher than it was a year ago. So people a little bit more optimistic this January about the future than they were back in January of 2022. The Farm Financial Performance Index gave us a reading of 93. That's down from 109 last month. That's 16-point decline. It's maybe a little bit misleading because really what was taking place there was producers were shifting their comparison uh, from 22 calendar year to 21 calendar year. To this month, they were being asked about the 23, looking at the 2023 Uh, comparing it to 2022. And of course, 2022 is a very strong income year. So what people are really telling us is that they expect to see uh, weaker incomes, um, a weaker financial performance 
in 23 than what they saw in 22. And actually, if you look at the index numbers, um, we asked this question kind of in the background in December to get an idea as to how much change there might be just attributable to the change in the comparison. And this month's reading was actually pretty close to what we picked up on that question. I think it was maybe two, two points stronger than what we picked up a month ago. So uh, the bulk of the change there is really associated with the change in the comparison. Uh, one of the questions we've been asking in January, going back to 2020, is do you expect to have a, a larger farm operating loan, uh, a loan of the same size or a loan that's going to be smaller? Uh, in this month's survey in January of 23, just a little over one out of five, 22% of the farms in the survey said they expect to have a larger operating loan in 2023 than they had in 2022. 80% um, of the farmers who said that they expect to have a higher uh, operating loan said it was attributable to the fact that input costs are higher. And then I think the other point in this is really kind of interesting. Just 5% of them who say they expect to have a larger operating loan this year say it's because they're carrying over unpaid operating debt. And what's interesting about that is if you make the comparisons to January 20, 21, and 22, in January of 20, 35% of the producers in the survey who said they expected to have a larger operating loan, keep in mind that's a, that's a subset of the total uh, number of people in the survey, right? But 35% of who expect to have a higher operating loan or a larger operating loan said it was because of carrying over unpaid operating debt. Same question in January of 21, that percentage was only 20%. January of last year, it was down to 13%. And this January, that was down to 5%. And I think if you look at that trend, what that speaks to is the idea that um, the farm balance sheet and the farm income levels have been very strong in recent years. And so even though there's an expectation for softer uh, or weaker incomes in 23 versus 22, uh, the farm sector by and large is entering this period with a pretty strong balance sheet and a pretty strong financial condition in general. Uh, we continue to ask questions about what people's uh, biggest concerns are for their farming operation in the upcoming year. Again, no surprise, higher input cost continues to be the number one choice. Number two choice uh, the last couple of months, though, has been rising interest rates. And this month that was chosen by 22%. That compares to 42% who chose higher input cost. Um, lower crop and livestock prices uh, was chosen by 16%. That percentage has been rising in recent months. If you go back to the fall, uh, September, for example, only 8% of the people in the survey chose that as a uh, one of their top concerns. Uh, 16% this month, so we've doubled since September with respect to worrying about lower crop and livestock prices. And then the other interesting thing is the availability of inputs continues to have a number of people choosing it, but this month that was down to 10% of the survey, and that number had been as high as 15% back in July. Uh, in September, I think it was 14%, and it's kind of been drifting a little bit lower since then, so we're seeing a little less concern about availability of inputs a little more concern about lower crop and or livestock prices, and a little more concern about rising interest rates going forward. Once again, James Minter reviewing the January Purdue University CME Ag Economy Barometer. He is a director for the Center of Commercial Ag at Purdue University. 400 U.S. producers were surveyed January 16th through the 20th. The rates are not high enough. Um, so we'll continue to, to kind of track what's going on in the carbon markets and how many people are signing and what they're saying about rates. But 
the majority of the people are telling us the rates simply are not high enough yet. So that wraps up our discussion today. Uh, for more details about the Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer, you can go to our website, which is purdue.edu slash agbarometer. And, of course, you get the complete report with all the charts available at that site. The next Ag Economy Barometer report will be released on March 7th. Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission. Supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Nut Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's, that, it's there, so they're reading Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. (laughs) 